Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 60. We're talking about the resurrection of Jesus. We're going to read it from Mark today. We're kind of marching through the various gospels accounts of this. So let me read and then we'll talk about it. The resurrection, Mark chapter 16, verse 1. When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome brought bought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. And they were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? And looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe, and they were alarmed. And he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who is crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they had laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. So remember yesterday, we talked about the knuckleheads of the resurrection, and it was a disjointed, desperate, chaotic, forgetful, untrusting, disbelieving, fearful, maybe even lazy and certainly surprising account in uh, in my read. And today we see the we see an emphasis on place and persons, and in my opinion, perforations, and an angel that says, don't be alarmed, which my conclusion is whenever an angel tells you not to be alarmed, you should be very, very alarmed. So we have, uh, let me just kind of walk through the story. So when the Sabbath was passed, the three women, Mary Magdalene, uh, remember her, Jesus took seven demons out of her, Mary, the mother of James and and Salome. So Salome was the mother of two of the disciples, cousin of who ended up being cousins of Jesus. Salome is probably the sister of Mary, the mother of Jesus. So we have three women at least mentioned here, and uh, it talks about the timing and their also their intent. So we find out what their intent was, and we actually find out words that come out of their mouth. The intent was to anoint him. So they had bought spices probably uh, just as this uh, on Friday, and they had prepared spices. That's what Luke tells us. So they were ready to go very, very early. And then it tells us when they went. So very early on Sunday, the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, um, they went to the tomb. So very, very early. And we find out what they were doing as they were going, which is who is going to roll away the stone for us? So here's my thought about that. What about the 10 men, the big, strong fishermen, 11 big, strong fishermen that they were traveling with from Galilee? And they knew where they were because they go and announce Jesus' resurrection in a few minutes. So how about one of those guys or three of them or nine of them? And so you'd think they would have probably asked, and they said, "No, I'm not going with you. I'm going to get. I'm not getting up early." Sorry, I, I'm, I couldn't hear what you said. Uh, I'm going to continue to mourn and weep and not believe. So the disciples kind of end up short here in a in a really bad way. 
All right, but they find that the stones rolled away. Their, their problem has been solved. And we also find out how big the stone was, which was large. And then this is the angel part here. Entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting at the right side, dressed in white robe. They were alarmed. We find out from other gospels, there was actually two of them, but one angel's enough. Um, we find it's a male, as all angels are, that he's perceived as young, even though he's not young. He's been around for since a super long time. And we find that they were alarmed before he was before he even spoke. And that's that makes sense. A creature from you know another dimension, another time. And it's almost a joke. Don't be alarmed, really? I'm sitting here with an angel. This is my first angel. And then what he says is uh, he is risen. He is not here. And then he he says, eventually he says, just as he said, just as he told you, because in, in the gospel of Mark alone, Jesus said, I'm going to rise. He says that like three times, no, five times, excuse me. So it's not news to them that Jesus said he was going to rise. The problem is nobody believed it. They came here expecting to find a body that was going to need need to be anointed, probably touched with ointments. Why is that? Because he was all beat up. He was beat to smithereens, and they didn't want to leave him like that. So they come faithlessly, in a, in a sense, faithfully in that they were taking care of him, but faithlessly as far as the resurrection go, goes. And here's the thing that struck me today which almost isn't even in the passage, the angel says, he's not here. Do you want to see the spot? Here's, see the place where he is risen. risen. So he's risen, he's not here, and see the place, which means that Jesus took his crucified body, turned it into a resurrection body, and left the place. And here's my spiritual thought, kind of a conjecture kind of a thing, that when we meet him, Jesus is going to have a body. Secondly, when we meet him, he's going to have a body that has holes in it, hands, feet, and side. And then here's my question. Will there be any one of us that when we meet Jesus, and after we get up from falling down on our faces and getting that out of the way and relying on him and glorifying him, and after the dust settles a little bit, will there be any single one of us in heaven that doesn't see Jesus' hands and feet and holes, and wants, uh, don't we all want to stick our hands in the in the in his hands? Don't we all want to stick our fingers in the holes in his feet? Maybe the one in this in his side? Isn't Jesus going to be day after day in heaven having people like Thomas? Here, see my hands inside. Just stick your fingers in them. So, yeah, I don't know. That's my thought today, is that we're all going to want to see see that and do that. So I just think it's hilarious. The, the angel says, don't be alarmed. And, and we find they're alarmed in every way. They flee. They tremble. They're astonished. They're seized with with the fear. And in a sense, for at least for a while, they disobey the angel. And they don't tell anybody. We find out <clears throat> through other gospels that they do. Uh, eventually tell. So I think there's less less chaos in this this particular account in Mark, but there's more terror. So Jesus is risen, and we find the place, the persons, and the perforations today. Thank you for listening. See you tomorrow.